This is Tom. It's been a while since we've been together, about a month, but we're back and continuing our podcast series, Fourth Watch One, and we're only going to take about five brief minutes for today's episode. But today, I want to talk about something, a simple four-word phrase or motto most of us have heard our entire lives, in God we trust. Now, it sounds a bit trite and cliche, right? Well, to some, maybe, but it's not. Just because words or phrases are universally known or repeated to the point of becoming axiomatically familiar to all does not mean that they are threadbare or overused. And in the case of In God We Trust, it is actually a very powerful, almost sacred motto, and I'll explain why momentarily. First, let's talk about what it is. We see in God we trust all the time on our currency. No surprise. It is, after all, the official motto of the United States. It was officially adopted by an act of Congress in 1956, and it supplanted our other motto, E Pluribus Unum, which had been the official motto of this nation since 1776. E Pluribus Unum is, of course, Latin for out of many, one. An equally stirring motto, I think, though not as powerful as in God we trust. And by the way, the older motto is out of many, one. One, not one of many. And I think that's an important distinction. Also, I mentioned powerful because mottos often are, and this one, in God we trust, is particularly powerful. To say in God we trust, meaning that we trust God, also clearly implies that we as a nation believe in God and that we place ourselves under his sovereign authority. We're actually under that sovereign authority whether we believe ourselves to be or not. The words are, or the motto is, even canonized in our own national anthem, first penned as a poem by Francis Scott Key during the War of 1812. In the fourth verse, you'll remember, we read and today sing, then conquer we must, when our cause it is just, and this be our motto, in God is our trust. And speaking of which, the United States was in fact founded as a Judeo-Christian nation. Yes, that's been heavily debated for the past 40 or 50 years. But if we look at all of our founding documents, we see that God is clearly written into all of them. But don't take my word for that. Read your documents, all of them. And don't be duped into believing that some portion of our Constitution mentions a separation of church and state, because it doesn't. Not even in the First Amendment, which talks about not prohibiting the free exercise of religion. The only mention of any separation between church and state is found in a letter from Thomas Jefferson to the Danbury Baptist Association in Connecticut. That's it. So now back to mottos like our own national expression, in God we trust, which is the point of what we're talking about today. Mottos are indeed powerful expressions of who and what we are. My own Marine Corps, which has one of the most famous and perhaps stirring mottos known the world over, is Semper Fidelis. Almost everyone knows that, and most everyone also knows that Semper Fidelis is Latin for always faithful, meaning, of course, that Marines are faithful, ever dependable, committed, and loyal to death. And that motto, really a mantra, if you will, is important to Marines and to the culture of the entire Marine Corps. My own 1st Battalion, 5th Marine Regiment has another motto, most subordinate military units do. Mottos sort of set us apart from other units. In 1st Battalion, 5th Marines, for instance, our motto is make peace or die. That's a very powerful motto which speaks to both the merciful olive branch and the war-fighting ferocity of the men of that specific battalion. It has sort of a foreign legion ring to it. Think about it. Make peace or die. Though truth be known, we Marines, especially those of us from the infantry MOSs, believe ourselves to be tougher and more elite than France's also reputable foreign legionnaires. 
So back to in God we trust. Do we really put our trust in Almighty God? I know I do. And shouldn't we as a nation place our trust in God? I think yes, but only if we believe in His sovereign authority over us. You'll remember Jesus said, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. So yes, whether we like it or not, we do obey the given laws of the land, which by the way we derive from the ancient Mosaic law. We'll save that for another discussion. And that's where we render to Caesar that which is his. But is our trust in Caesar? I'd like to think that in a perfect world we could trust the secular governmental powers that be, but the world isn't perfect, and so we cannot place our trust fully in men and women. God, however, is perfect, and in that he is also holy, righteous, all-powerful, all-knowing, eternal, and yes, he is always faithful. So that is where he is where our trust must be. So in God, we do indeed trust. Anyway, thank you for listening. Tell others. Our next episode will be in a week or so, and God bless.